Hey, good morning. Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. Here we are, Midpoint Health Half Hour. I'm Ron Young. Joined across from me is Peter Martone. We are here talking all things health and fitness. Pete, you're doing well this morning. I am doing well, Ron. Good. It's, it's great getting to have cold you. though. I don't. I don't like that. Yeah, it's been the fall weather lately, and I feel like it's it's kind of nice. Like it, I I don't know. I like the warmth of the sun mixed with the cool breeze. I think I said that on last week's show with Alex. Uh, just kind of that mixture reminds me a lot about football, and we uh, have the football season starting. Actually, it started uh, this past Thursday, and we'll have some games on tomorrow, mm-hmm. of course. Uh, Sunday, I always look forward to just sitting at home and watching the games. I I, I can't wait. I I, I like to pl- I like to play pro line. I like to have the fantasy football and all that stuff going. So it keeps you very interested. I'll tell you that much. I know it keeps us very interested, and our significant others. Uh, very frustrated frustrated yeah mm-hmm. yeah you know what the key is what? you have to get them involved in your fantasy in your in your team and then they're yeah. kind of looking for those players well it yeah. might help it might help yeah well, or not or yeah. completely not i'm completely wrong maybe but uh you know football season is great season of course uh this time of the year pete everybody's back in school everybody's excited to get back to regular routines and pete uh we have something that we we're, we're working on and it has to do with the new West 5 development out uh, in uh, Riverbend area. I, I can't wait. I cannot wait. October 1st? Yep. The new gym. The new Byron gym. We are officially going to be moving our Byron Fitness Facility, which is currently kind of in the downtown region of Byron, out to the West 5 development. A little bit further west, honestly, three minutes drive. Yeah. Not even. Not too much further. And actually, uh, it's going to be a great, great little gym. I won't say little. I'll say like yeah. it's going to be like we offer the one-on-one personal training. Mm-hmm. But the other thing that we're going to be doing is expanding our class schedule for everybody who's interested. Yes, more group fitness. We that is something that we've launched I think earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Um and it's grabbed on and people are really liking it because they're building more relationships, more kind of a community feel at our fitness facilities. So they'll come for their one-on-one session throughout the day and then they'll come back in the evening for their stretch yeah. or yoga to kind of relax and then talk to other other clients and see how they're doing and things like that. Yeah, we do offer the class schedules and a, a class membership. So whether you're a MedPoint uh, active fitness client or not. We mm-hmm. do have different uh, packages for you. You can always visit our website, contact us for more details. We'd love to have you out to one of our classes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Aaron Bowman teaching one of the classes, who's, of course, an Olympic athlete. Um, <laughs> he's awesome. Uh, we have uh, Julie does a lot of stretch relaxation stuff. So we kind of have a little bit of uh, a little bit for everyone to yes. enjoy. Uh, also stay tuned for an open house. We're planning to have that within the first week while we are grand opening. Um, stop in, check it out. Um, we'll have some giveaways, some discounts awarded to people who show up. Um, mm. Just come meet us. We'd yeah. love to meet you. Yeah, we would love to have you out there. And it's as we ramp up for that, of course, you can always call us, uh, email us, you know, go on the website for more information. We're getting excited for that launch. It's going to be huge for uh, the Riverbend community to have a place where they can go and get healthier. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. So we're excited for that. Uh, Pete, also getting kids back to school, we wanted to kind of open up the show with a few different tips to suggest to parents who are listening mm-hmm. who want to encourage their uh, children to maybe eat better be more active. And of course, as September rolls around, there's going to be a lot of studying, a lot of screen time, maybe. Uh, you know, it's it's that 
kind of finding a balance mm-hmm. between technology, activity, class, eating, everything. You know, it's tough. I think one of the most important things, I guess, is for the child to have enough energy or to be excited as they go to school. And if, if they're if they're having a morning breakfast that isn't sufficient in all the nutrients they need, or they're drinking beverages with high sugar, they're going to crash. They're going to crash in the middle of their morning, uh, right before lunch, and uh, not be prepared to learn. Yeah. So one one recommendation I would have for the children is to not give them sugary beverages that includes orange juice that includes apple juice mm-hmm. you know there are very high sugar drinks there could be just as much sugar in as a coca-cola yeah even though they're naturally occurring it's still high sugar water get them to consume yeah. a lot of water i know maybe a little bit of flavoring in that water i'm not sure how you would go about that mm-hmm. a little bit of lemon or something like that yeah. but Whatever it is, honestly, those high sugary drinks really uh, um, can make your child crash throughout the middle of the day and and obviously affect their learning. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree with that, Peter. And to go along with that, getting the morning started off right, it would definitely help if you get your young children out and maybe get them to do a walk. Walk to the bus stop, walk around the block, take the dog out for a walk. Mm -hmm. Early in the morning, studies have shown that if you exercise, your cognitive functioning is way higher than if you didn't, right? Yeah, of course. Too, too often are we pulling ourselves out of bed, feeding ourselves coffee, and, you know, for the kids who can't have coffee, God bless them. They're mm-hmm. probably going to struggle through their day. <laughs> um, but that's something that happens all too often. And if we get up and, and have them do something active, uh, have them do something physical, then that's going to also kind of tune their minds into uh, what's needed, increase their memory, help them with uh, math, logical mm-hmm. stuff. And uh, there's been lots of stuff to uh, lots of uh, research to show that um, that's going to be beneficial for youth. I, I guess One another tip, tip I would have is is... Um, packing lunches with the children and getting them involved. I think if they're involved, they'd be more intrigued into what they're eating and why they're eating it. And you can inform them to why it is healthier to have this over this and why a a chocolate-coated granola bar is not as good as a higher-protein oat bar or something like that. So if they're involved in that, maybe they're more likely to eat that food and not just give it away or not eat it by the end of the day. Yeah, that's true. And I, I find, too, like obviously the more planning that you can do for your day the more equipped that the kids are going to be. And yeah, if they take an active role in it, then it's going to be intriguing for them. It's going to be something that they feel proud about, that they've done. You know, they're not just going to skip a couple snacks, grab lunch at the school cafeteria. They Mm. have put some time and effort into that. And it's something that they, you know, will enjoy. Exactly. The last tip that I want to give to uh, parents, and this is just getting your kids ready, getting them off to a good start, is watch out for the backpacks. I find a lot of kids aren't either wearing their backpacks properly or they pack too much in their backpacks. I mean, Pete, there were a lot of days, I remember my school days, even my university days, back uh, in the early 2000s, you might remember when they made the laptops, they didn't make them like your MacBook Air, where they were, you know, three pounds. They made them like like bricks. Mm -hmm. And I would carry that laptop around in my different classes, and I eventually got tired of carrying it, because it weighed like 20 pounds. (laughs) And I just started to take notebooks and stuff. But it, it goes to show that Every pound that adds up in that backpack uh, is 
definitely hard on kids' postures if it's not worn correctly, uh, difficult on their shoulders, um, it can make them tired, exactly. fatigue. Just, t- just tired throughout the day. Mm-hmm. So making sure that you get a backpack that's proper uh, for them, well-fitted, and that they're carrying only the necessities. Parents, if you look in your kid's backpack, uh, you know, next week I'm sure that there's going to be some uh, lunch containers, something that's not necessary to be in there, and it's extra stuff that's weighing them down. So watch out for that. That's one of the big tips. Four tips. Um, Pete, can we share those on the uh, Facebook fan page perhaps? Why not? Why not? We'll write them up and we will uh, post them uh, on the Facebook fan page for you to consider. Pete, after the break, we got to take a quick commercial break, but we are going to be talking about two different articles, uh, the uh, platelet-rich plasma in the sporting world. PRP. PRP and, and the effects of that. And as well, is there a pen that can detect whether you've removed all margins of a tumor? We'll find out after this commercial break. Welcome back to the program. Every Saturday morning, 10 a.m., MedPoint Health Half Hour. Ron Young here alongside Peter Martone, MedPoint team, kinesiologist, talking all things health fitness related. Now, Pete, when we uh, left, we were talking about tips to equip people for back to school. One of the things that came up to my mind was uh, dietitian sessions. You know, a lot of people have coverage for it. We're I hate to say it, getting closer to the end of the year. Snow is going to start flying. I know. And uh, what better way to really cement some good habits, some good lifestyle changes than to uh, sign up for some of our programs, get some advice, non-judgmental, easy to uh, implement into your everyday, uh, you know, routines. Mm -hmm. Eat better, prepare better, uh, just shop better. Rebecca can do it all. <laughs> so if that does interest you, check out our website or go to londondietitians.ca because that's uh, that's part a big part of MedPoint. Huge. People eating better. And uh, that's one of the cool things. Actually, when you come in for a three-hour medical, uh, we have breakfast that we feed you because we do blood uh, fasting blood work. And it's one of the things. We always have whatever meal they order the printout as to the nutrient breakdown, why it's important. You know, if you thought about everything that you ate in a day and whether it's uh, nutrient-rich, uh, whether it's going to propel you forward through your day, kind of give you a nice nice start like you were talking about, Pete, with mm-hmm. that tip yeah, uh, for the kids, you know, it just it just goes to show that education really is power. If you can get a grasp on stuff like that, it's going to set you uh, up for success going forward. Check that out on our website, medpoint.ca. Pete, when we left, we were talking a little bit about uh, the, well, I was, I was kind of opening it up these topics, the cancer tumor pen detector. Now, this is something really cool, and this caught my eye in the article because I thought, gee, you wonder what they're going to come up with as far as technology, medical advances. Well, now we have something else. I mean, it's it's not what are they going to come out next with next year. It's what are we going to come out with uh, in a month from now. Yeah, the advances are seem to be happening quite often, and obviously, not too long ago, we added the Verisanti Aura for the skin cancer, where mm-hmm. we kind of can detect or how likely something looks like skin cancer, and obviously get that removed if it is an issue. Yeah. So obviously, this is another advancement that is quite intriguing. Mm-hmm. No, it's good. And and it's kind of that thing where if you get a tumor taken out or you get uh, something removed from your skin, you want to make sure that the margins are clear of 
cancer because mm-hmm. if they're taking it off of you, uh, there's good reason to believe that it might grow back or, mm-hmm. or it's, it's spread somewhere else that you yeah. didn't really know. Which is very unfortunate because you can have a big surgery and then, of course, if the margins weren't clear, they'll have you come back in, dig more out of you, mm-hmm. perhaps have to do a skin graft depending on the area of the uh, uh, cancer. Uh, but this pen... So they, they took samples from 253 people in the United States, and the device was 96% accurate in identifying cancers. Wow. So before, they would actually have to take your sample, uh, put it through to the lab. They would have to look under a microscope, say whether it was cancerous or not, um, freeze the uh, slide, obviously, because you don't want the uh, tissue to degrade and stuff like that, um, and the patient remains under anesthetic. So it's quite often they would let you go. They'd say, come back. We'd see if your margins are clear. Mm-hmm. This pen, you can put it right inside the wound or the uh, um, opening that you mm-hmm. left. <laughs> Hopefully you suture it up. But uh, And you can actually see and get a 96% accuracy if there's still cancer cells remaining. Kind of neat, eh? That is extremely neat. You know, I, I would never want anybody to experience cancer, but I, I know these, these advancements are really, really promising in the, in the sense that we can hopefully conquer this deadly disease. Yeah. You know, and like get rid of the disease before it gets too serious. And if we have it, get rid of it and never have it again. Well, and I'd be curious to know the numbers as to, uh, you know, as to how likely it grows back and stuff like that, how often it happens. Mm-hmm. Pete, you had a cyst removed from your head. Yes. Right? Um you know what if uh, what if they had to do more digging, right? I would hate that. Yeah, I have a scar on my head now. Yeah, so now they can just dip the pen in and say mm-hmm. hey, you're clear. Mm-hmm. Clear. Yeah, it's kind of cool, but uh, definitely something to look out uh, on the horizon here, and something to follow up on as it gets more traction. Traction, exactly. Good word, Pete. Um, so uh, the other article that we wanted to look at was this idea of the platelet-rich plasma. And I know uh, there's a lot of people who see this as a big thing, but maybe it's not all it's hyped up to be. Yeah, I think we see it a lot in the elite sports, you know. So I guess we can kind of explain what it is for those listeners who don't really know what PRP is. Mm -hmm. Basically, they remove some of your blood, spin it a bunch, condense all of that rich platelet blood, Mm -hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong, and then re-inject it back into the area that's injured or damaged, and hopefully with the amount of extra platelets and things like that, it helps speed up the recovery. Yeah. So, for example, for knee injuries, arthritis, tendon issues, athletes are getting things removed or the blood removed and put back in. Now, now we're obviously discussing how successful or how um, useful this tool is. Yeah. It's kind of a lot of hype. There is a lot of hype. And I think because I think we got to always realize that athletes go to any means to get back on the playing field. Yeah. But us average individuals look up to these athletes and say, no, if they're doing it, I might as well do it. Yeah. Well, and Kim Kardashian was doing it for anti-aging stuff. So it's covering all bases, basically. Oh, it's crazy. Um, 
yeah, so basically what they're finding is a lot of people will go to this. I mean, and you see athletes do a lot of crazy things because they're paid millions and millions of dollars. Like you see them be submerged in the water so that it's a, mm-hmm. a hypoxic or, or whatever environment type of environment. That. And anything that they can do to speed the healing process, they mm-hmm. will do, obviously. So, and, and they, like these findings aren't, aren't, aren't conclusive in how successful this, this treatment is. So obviously if somebody's doing it to get back on the field quickly, they're going to do anything. Yeah. But for us, the average individual, it's, it's going to be expensive. These things can range from a couple hundred bucks to a couple thousand dollars. Oh my goodness. So, yeah. and, and if it doesn't really work, you're, you're, you're just feeding the system, right? Oh, yeah. exactly. So, and I think obviously when it gets to the, near the end of this article explains that nothing is more important, um, in helping speedy recovery than good nutrition, weight management mm-hmm. and strength training. Yeah. So all those things in combination are actually very good for treating injuries instead of having yeah. these um, these things that are kind of interesting but maybe not that skeptical. Successful. Exactly. And there's actually a professor at Western uh, University of Western Ontario here in London who wants to uh, Doctor uh, Ryan Dagan. So he's an orthopedic sports medicine surgeon. Sorry. He's looking for funding to conduct more clinical study, uh, studies on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know what? Kudos to him because we need to make sure that what we're doing to our bodies is effective and uh, that they, it does, in fact, assist in the healing process. Because mm-hmm. there's lots of things that you can do, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, stretching, strengthening, proper nutrition. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, of the, one of the things I like to touch on is that we have a lot of, obviously, overweight individuals come to our facility and, and they have knee problems. Mm-hmm. And they're wondering whether or not they should get knee surgery or whether or not they need to get injections or cortisone shots or whatever it is. Um, They can get that shot done. Maybe they'll feel good for a month, a Mm. week. But if you're not losing that weight, the amount of stress on those joints are always going to be the same. You're going to revert back to what it was. Yeah. That's the biggest thing that uh, people is a misconception is that if I just get this surgery, I'm going to feel better. But the reason you're in that position initially is because you are overweight or because you're not taking care of your nutrition or because of whatever reasons. Yeah. Well, that's a good point and a great point to leave it at, Pete. Well, thanks for joining me again uh, this weekend. My pleasure. And uh, as always, if you have any questions, you can always email us. It's ron at medpoint.ca or peter at medpoint.ca. If you uh, were interested in any of the things that we said, services, or perhaps you just want to talk more about the articles, we'd be happy to do that with you. That's all the time we have for today. We thank you for tuning in and hope that you have a great weekend.